Hey, what's up? Hey, this is so funny. Do you have an Aperol? Is that an Aperol? Yeah. You're really uh, making money quarantine, aren't you? I feel like I might need a beer at this point. Yeah. So, Taylor, you know how uh, we talked about starting a podcast? Turn it down times three. Not a twist off. Thank you. So, what would you say if this is episode one? Recording is on. <laughs> hey, yeah, let me just turn on my bumble hat real quick to make sure that it's clear. <laughs> the bumble. Here for. This is fantastic. Oh, that's great. Okay. Fine. So, it's going pretty good. I had another call this morning with uh, my buddy Carl, and he's on board to be a co host as well. And Carl! Yeah, you'd like him. So he's more, he's like business and analytically minded like us. So he, I think it'd be a good contribution. We're, we're going to have structure and have it be fun, but also got to actually like think about how to turn this into a business. So that's kind of the idea, you know? We're just going to have meetings every week and okay. talk about like ways to make money. And yeah. Eventually, the idea is that we could do these live and have our audience who are paying subscribers listen in and uh, collaborate and join in on projects and stuff like that. So we're all building a business together. Oh, yeah. It's not just Austin, Taylor, and Carl. It's the world. It's the world. You get it. Yeah, exactly. So... I mean, think about like the problems we solve. If we had a think tank of thousands of people focusing together to try to come up with a solution to one problem. Here's my problem with that. Yeah. Don't you think that these people in our think tank will want to be compensated for their ideas? They will be if they. Uh, I think we should pay them. Uh, so they pay us to watch and contribute. If they make us money, if they find a way to make us more money, then they should get a share of that. How will you know who pinpointed the idea? Well, yeah, that'll be tough. I guess like the, they may derive value from the community aspect of it. Um, and I think that uh, maybe they can lead certain projects and then we can go into deals with them like a uh, certain high performing individuals and there's also other ways uh i know that uh for example what was that one uh math software that everybody used to cheat uh back in college you know what i'm talking about like it gave the answers i didn't, I didn't cheat in college no, I didn't cheat either, but like it had the answers to like all the homework assignments and you would post it. And somebody... I, didn't use, I didn't use anything like that, but I get, I, I get. No, and it's not necessarily designed for cheating. It's like for like helping people like solve problems and showing them how to do this like difficult problem. But like the people. Oh, wait, I think I kind of know what you're talking about. I, you're in more math classes than I was. Yeah, I forgot the name of it. My, um, my math teacher, my calculus teacher, uh, sophomore year of college, <laughs> I went to her office. And uh, 
I just had a question, you know, I wanted to solve some problems. And so I did the work in front of her and she looked at me very seriously and she said, are you dyslexic? Yeah. <laughs> you can't do so, that. Now. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's where I'm at in, in, that, in that facet of the world. I mean, college is important for figuring out what we're good at and yeah. figuring out a hundred other things that we suck at. <laughs> I know my deficits. Yeah. It's math, math and spelling. What are yours, Austin? I'm a really bad speller, actually. I sometimes misspell words so bad that autocorrect doesn't even know. What oh, I write. do that often. Very yeah. often. One. Two. Like it's bad to the point where I'm looking at the word and it's a really simple word. And I'm like, that can't be right. <laughs> That's like not right. And it's spelled right. Like I just don't, it just doesn't connect. Maybe I am dyslexic. I don't know. That all points to the same direction in my mind. <laughs> well, you got some skills though, and we can make sure to hone those that you're good at. I'm like Karamu and uh, Queer Eye. No one really knows what they do, but they add something. Our audience knows what, I don't know. <laughs> Our listeners would probably appreciate that, but I don't watch Queer Eye. <laughs> oh, you should. It's great. Show. Yeah. Should we do an ad? Oh, wait. Yeah. Okay. Hang on. Can I do one? Do you, wait, is this how it works? Do I just advertise wait, and then you, ask them for are money? You taping, like, are you videotaping the Zoom? Yeah. No, I have Zoom Premium, so it I can record the calls. Can you record, like there's a video recorded too? Yeah, so I already set up a uh, podcast channel and a YouTube channel. Okay. So that we can put this out there. Don't worry, nobody's going to listen at first. Yeah. All right, hang on, I really want to do it advertisement. Oh, I should have done it like I did yesterday. It's okay. Oh, are you an Aperol spokesperson? Yeah. And Bumble. <laughs> All right. Uh, can you give me some intro music whenever you get a chance? Um, I don't know any music. That's not one of my skill sets. Oh, you can make it up. Beat a bum, a 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 beat a bum, in the jungle of the mighty jungle. Oh. Aperol spritz. It's refreshing, orange-like, a little bitter, but it gets it done. Wow, Taylor, that looks good. Can you pass it over here? Sure. Whoa! Thanks, Taylor. Welcome. Aperol. It's different. <laughs> but we all have it. Right, uh, so, yeah, I'll reach out to them after this call, see how much they'll pay for this. I actually did a uh, photo shoot of my Aperol last summer because I was alone again. What else is new? <laughs> um, and I tagged them in my post. And it was probably one of my top five most favorite moments ever um i checked my dms and they had dm'd me aperol aperol yeah. himself they aperol from france 
which I don't know why it was the French account, but the French account DM'd me back. Cheers. Nice. I know. I know. It was like, they basically were begging me to work for them. And I was like, no, no. No, no. No. That's that's really cool. I don't mix business and pleasure. We had uh, one of our clients, our Instagram clients, dressed up as Paris Hilton for uh, Halloween. And she commented on his post. It was a guy. Said like, so hot or something like that. (laughs) So hot. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> like, that's, so, that's so Paris that's that <laughs> so are you a, a Bumble advocate I actually I don't have that um, but I'm thinking about downloading it quarantine's really making me uh, making me download a lot of different apps I don't like, know if it was, what like TikTok Hey, you'd be a good TikToker for sure. Uh, um, I did. I downloaded. I have no idea how to make a TikTok, but I downloaded it, and I refused to open it for a good week because I was just so ashamed. I have it on my phone, but I've never used it or looked at it or really understand it. I don't get it. But, but it's been blown up because all us old people uh, uh, flooded Instagram and biz. Like we did to Facebook, what? our parents did to we did to Instagram what our parents did to Facebook I think yeah maybe I don't know kids are always going to find a new like platform to interact on that's true which ones do you think will last in the long run if any uh I mean the people with money all, almost always win so, so Facebook, uh, owns Facebook. Instagram, so they're kind of like a monster right now yeah. I think TikTok is uh I don't know if it'll have to expand into different industries if it wants to survive. Well, think about Vine. Yeah, Vine, huge. Vine came in when Snapchat, I said the exact moment that they changed the way that everything looked in Snapchat, it made it confusing. Remember, it was like three years ago. We were, everyone was on Snapchat. No one was posting Instagram stories at that time. It was very rare. It was almost like, it was just like famous people maybe. Yeah. Don't really post Instagram stories. Everyone would post Snapchat stories. And the second that cha- Snapchat changed their their way that they had their Snapchat set up or whatever, you know what I mean? Do you remember when that yeah. happened? Everyone was so confused by it. And you had to like swipe through everyone's stories and it was a bunch of shit. And I said that exact day and I was like, no one is going to go back to Snapchat after this because now people understand that it's so easy to be on Instagram stories and it's actually, you can put a lot more creativity into it, which plays into a lot of reasons why people are even on Instagram, some of them. And I was like, there's no way. And sure enough, like really it hasn't picked back up other than like communication of some sort, but the stories I don't think are like. Yeah. I mean, Instagram completely swiped that idea from them and just made it their own. Yeah, uh, Instagram stories, they get so much reach now. Uh, like for our marketing clients, we advise them to be posting stories every day and just show use that to show the background of the company. Just don't even think about it. And the swipe up feature is really huge. If you have over 10,000 followers, yeah. uh, you have the option to swipe up and it goes directly to a website. So people yeah. make so much money when just swiping out to the website, buy, buy something. Yeah. No, 100%. I mean, I used to advise my clients that... 
because I think a lot of times, especially small business owners, it's really difficult for them to like understand the concept of why they're using social media. They understand, okay, so like I'm like going to post this picture of my food. I'm specifically talking about restaurants just because that was what I worked with a lot, but they don't understand all that goes into it. Like what a hashtag is, like some of the basics and like how to increase their reach and the fact that like your Instagram page, the page itself is kind of a art curation, right? It's like this, if you're looking at the page as a whole, you want everything to look together, but then individually also you have to have something that stands out like a solid blend of like videos and pictures and, um, and then also like engage with your customers on it. And then, but the Instagram stories are what gives your restaurant or whatever it is a personality because you can watch those and understand what you're stepping into, which a lot of times people, that's what they're looking for. Like, cause everyone's so it's not just like based on food anymore, or just based on one aspect. There's so many different aspects that bring uh, a customer into an establishment beyond like what the purpose of that establishment is because like there's so much competition. Yeah. It gives them the behind the scene look at the people behind the company and the culture and all that. And that's what they decide on, you know? Yeah, exactly. And then you walk in, you're like, Oh, like this seems like everyone's really happy here. Or like they have a really clean kitchen or, you know, that's really, I've been watching this dough mixing and over and over and over and like all those things are hypnotizing. So hypnotizing, like watching someone punch like dough after it's been rising. is like one of my favorite things along with these, anything or steak sizzling if you put a steak in slow motion and it's like shh, and that sound asmr asmr or steak sizzling. okay <laughs> did you ever see uh aaron and i had a cooking instagram well we still have it we just and we have a, a black backlog of photos we just haven't been posting on it i but. yeah i have one i've never posted <laughs> i'm i'm such a perfectionist so like it's when it comes to like that kind of stuff, like art, like I have all of these photos from like years of taking photos of food mm-hmm. and I haven't posted anything. Yeah. But, I think, which is exactly yeah. the opposite of what I advise everyone else to do. So same. I've never posted on my own Instagram aside from our cooking account. Um, but that's always been like a challenge of mine. Cause I understand the importance if I'm going to like build any sort of brand, Business. Yeah. yeah, which is why, I thought that this was hitting two birds with one stone. If we videotape the business meetings, we can like get down and like solve problems and do what we want to do. And also we're creating content at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, and so? The, the key to it is, yeah, we have to find a way to like not overthink it, not be perfectionists about what we're putting out there. Eventually, yeah, we'll have an editing team splice this up into like more usable pieces, Instagram clips here and there. Uh, a lot of the bigger podcasts do that, but like starting out, we're just going to be putting it on. My brother does that wall. thing. Does he? Yeah, he's made like a ton of movies. What? That's so cool. He's well, like, uh, engaged, right? Project. What? He just got engaged, right? He's engaged to be wow. married. They got engaged in like Thanksgiving, but yeah. Um, they're in Kansas right now though, so I haven't seen them. They'll probably be there for the rest of the year because. What does uh, John do? Like. He's an outside sales regional manager. 
but he does a lot of editing on the side. Yeah, he had like a passion project. He's always been into like filming and he's always made movies. Like when we were in high school, he used to film me and like the girl. Okay, that sounds, that's not a weird fact. <laughs> we would like make up a plot to a movie and then we'd like act out the movie and then he would yeah. edit the movie and then we would watch the movie. Usually like it was a scary too. movie. Yeah, and in Arizona, he made like a few like fully scripted movies and he spent like months filming them and then put it together. That's awesome. Yeah. So see, we have valuable connections already. We're gonna, like the key is you, you gotta put a team together. If I've seen any action movie, you gotta put a team together first. A team. A team, exactly. Great, this is great. Fantastic. You, the initials to A team, A and T. A team. A team. That's my. I'm the A. I was I was thinking about a plus sign. <laughs> Get it? Like A plus A T. Yeah. I'm just the plus. So, uh, do you? Wait, what about Melvin or Marvin or? Carl. Carl. Yeah. Uh, me and him are gonna be meeting. Uh, we're gonna. So. Melvin's my rug's name. You named your rug? Yeah, let's see. Yeah, let's see it. That's a wow. That's a really nice rug. Is that a is that a bovine? It is a real. It's a cow. A cow. <laughs> um, vegan cow. Oh, that's. I mean, aren't all cows vegan? Yep. Okay, so. Yeah, I had a call with him this morning, and kind of the only takeaways we or uh, the only to dos that we had on the agenda were to schedule the meeting times going forward, and eventually we were going to want to choose a domain. I have uh, the podcasts set up, the YouTube channel set up, and uh, I made a Stripe account, and I have access to this really easy website builder because we use it for Uptown, and I can use it for this company too, and I can just patch together a payment gateway where people can subscribe to become members to like get in on live calls but like that's for later meetings but like so we have the capabilities of setting up a way to make money right away with zero overhead no but now let's put on our marketing hats mm -hmm. why like why us why would people want to do this why would you pay to hear us talk, first of all, with like, really, I don't know, like they don't, you don't know me. I'm sitting here in a backwards hat that says Bumble on it. And you're going to take some advice? <laughs> We're not trying to give advice. We're just transparently running a company, you know? And we'll have cool guests on and stuff like that too. And like, but I so think that's the difference. With that being said, like, What's our company again? Do we know yet? That's what we're building. So I'm tentatively calling it the conglomerate, but we can always rename it. If, um, so that's like kind of the, like all the high school guys, we all like, that's the name we toss around is like the collection of all our enterprises when we're older. So like, and I, I don't want to be like that industry specific. So I feel like that's the good all encompassing word. Yeah. So we, we can always, uh, yeah, like, uh, yeah, adjust that. That would be easy. But I was playing around with, uh, 
something with the word guild in it for a while. Guild? <laughs> yeah. Was there a purpose to that? <laughs> no, I just want to like convey the idea that it's like a group and collaborative effort. Uh, group haha. Group haha. See, that's you know this is where we need you, Taylor. You're all right. Brouhaha. That sounds alcoholic. It's um, it's like a collect, like a collection of people together. I think. A brouhaha. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I remember that from high school uh, vocabulary class. Brouhaha. Brouhaha. And neither of us can spell well enough to. Is it like B R E W? Haha. Um, oh, hang on. Oh, haha. A noisy or overexcited reaction or response to something. I thought it was like people coming together, though. I kind of like it. Yeah, <laughs> 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 right. brouhaha from the French brouhaha is a state of social... Wait. <laughs> Is a state of social social agitation <laughs> when a minor <laughs> incident gets out of control, sometimes referred to as an uproar. Or a, a bubble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a brouhaha this is. Okay, I kind of love that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that may be the direction we go. <laughs> Okay. About the Bruhaha Guild. Also, like, think how cool that shirt would be. Sorry. There's got to be a company named Bruhaha already. That's great. That's a great word. I'm looking up Bruhaha.com. Imagine if we got that. I'm concerned that that's like porn. I'm going to check domains. Oh, I spend Pause a lot. Refill, time for our sponsor. <laughs> We're exclusively at, sponsored by Aperol. <laughs> Aperol, step one. Pause. <laughs> All right, we could get brouhaha.biz. B-I-Z, but the dot com, dot org, all that's taken. Step two. Prosecco. Or champagne, if you're fancy. Step three. Finish it off with some sparkling water. Taylor, uh, if you don't mind me asking, during this uh, social quarantine here, how many Aperol spritzes do you have a day? Enjoy. <laughs> okay, sorry, I needed to finish my commercial. Of course. Um, actually, I just bought Aperol for the first time yesterday, so. Nice. Um, yeah. But it was just because it was nice out, and I actually have not been drinking that much. <laughs> so I almost spilled my app. Um, I feel like I've been using this as a time to cleanse. Yeah, I mean, the only time I've talked to you, you've been drinking. Well, <laughs> that's that was that was the weekend though. That was the weekend. 
Yeah. I, 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 I took this week off mostly. Yeah. I've been actually this week. I think I had more to drink than I have had in a while. How are you? Uh, are you still keeping busy with work? Yeah. Doing stuff? Chugging along. We are busy. Busy, busy. Yeah. About to get more busy. You said you also do consulting for your clients. Like, so for our, for our listeners and myself, oh. um, you do uh, recruiting, but also like consulting for them? No. So um, I'm an executive recruiter. Yeah. But I used to work for a broadline distribution company as a specialist on the sales team. So I would be deployed out to various restaurants to basically lead a lot of like digital transformation within small businesses. So um, whether that be getting them to online ordering, getting them on social media advertising, uh, just to understand it, how to take photos, like what's a hashtag, pretty basic, what your different target markets are going to be within each different platform. Um, and then I also did menu engineering, menu psychology, which was completely out of left field, but super interesting. It's just basically the way that people purchase when they're looking at a menu. So I'd like, there's like certain parts in a menu that are like your spots in which you could gain the more, most <clears throat> money by putting your most profitable items there because people are more likely to look there. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's a very important skill set for uh, the Bruhaha conglomerate. Yeah, you never know. I have a broad, I have a broad skill set. I do okay. photography. Um, don't know a ton about uh, the technicalities of it, but I just like to do it. Um, I cook a lot. I just got into painting. I made this painting last night. Want to see? You may be in charge of our logo then. Yeah, let's see the painting. Wow, I like it. It looks like uh, lasers. Yeah, I don't know. I was just like feeling it. Oh, it's upside down. Oh, now I see it. It's like a desk getting shot through with lasers. <laughs> um, like yeah. So this is my first non-nude. <laughs> <laughs> Usually I just find sketching uh, bodies more interesting. Well, yeah, this is uh, all ages podcast, so we'll. Why well, swear though a lot? What? Swear a lot. That's fine. I'm just joking. Uh, we are no filter. Say what's on your mind. Should we put that as a disclaimer at the beginning? They have an option for. Uh, is this like like you? You should check it. Like the, it first asks you, is this for children? um because of the whole momo stuff you know they have to ask that type of stuff Wait, remember, what momo stuff like the people would be posting like videos of like like cartoons or something like so it's kids related so parents would like put it on for their children or something like that and then this really creepy demon lady would like pop up and say momo or something like that and it would just scare kids and it was like a huge internet uh like joke or sensation that like assholes were doing um for a long time and youtube had to really crack down on that because kids were getting traumatized <laughs> so now that you have to really spec you have to check a box on every video you upload for is this for children so almost always you just say no and then there's another box like does this contain explicit material and i don't know if uh just like 
an occasional swear word is explicit. I think it's more like uh, gore, violence, sexual, like related stuff where you need to sex. Uh, I would say we're PG thirteen. No, PG fifteen. I want to be PG PG sixteen. PG twenty one. Nice. Ow! <laughs> Just hit my hand. Um, well, I'm glad I dressed up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Are you available uh, Tuesdays and Fridays at 1 p.m.? No. No? Because I'm working. I have to do evenings. Just evenings? Even when you're working from home? Yeah, because I never know. Gotta focus the time when the time needs to be focused. That's called dedication to your job. I know, but you got to dedicate to your side hustle too, especially now when you have so much flexibility with your job. I do, but that's all the more reason to create structure. That's true. So my problem is I have uh, basically every night filled with a different team call because I have uh, two related to the Uptown Creation Marketing Company. And then I'm also working for this uh, like high scale men's uh, custom suit company. Uh, so we have our meetings on Wednesday night. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be sweet. I'm gonna start looking like a baller. Like some Conor McGregor ass suits, yeah. Uh, so I'm basically just helping them out for free right now. And uh, eventually we're gonna hopefully scale this thing, but it's uh, coming together. It's called Harder Manly. It's uh, it's a cool company, cool suits. What's it called? Harder Manly. Here, I'll show you. Harder Manly or Heart or Manly? Like Harder Manly or like Hard or Manly. My screen. Um, okay, so Bruhaha. Yeah, Harder Manly. Oh, Harder Manly. Yeah, so they have these cool suits. Um, so my goal is to just like help them out as much as I can. So they'll give me discounts on suits because I, I oh. need to like redo my wardrobe stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's why I help restaurants out for free. That's dope. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, my, so that's the problem. My, my suit, you know, what, what, so my nights are like really full. All right, well. Should I tentatively add you to the meetings and you can join when you can? Yeah. Okay. And I probably won't be able to join at 1 p.m. on Tuesdays and Fridays. Maybe Fridays, if anything. Okay. Hmm. We if can... you like a, like a more reasonable time, like, I don't know. I just feel like 1 p.m., like that's in the middle of my day. I have so much shit to do. That's fair. Hmm. And a lot of my, like, work revolves around, like, like, that time is, like, really precious to me. <laughs> to, like, reach out to people, you know? Okay. Hmm. Um, Maybe, like, yeah, we're not married at that time or anything, so. Why don't we do, like, Sundays or something? I'm down. So, maybe... Carl and I, would you be offended if Carl and I still met on those just for like these weeks, maybe to like figure out the bones of it, figure out like how to build some of the more techie stuff? No, dude, you do you. All right, man. And then should we have an all team meeting on Sundays? Yeah. All right. I'll set that up.
I'll bring the pizzazz. You do bring the pizzazz. So. <laughs> Great. That's all I'm here for. No, you got a lot of skills. Why? <laughs> I keep them hidden until like they're my. Ruhaha. It's a great word. Should be utilized for it. So um, I think this was a successful first episode. I'm going to go ahead and end the recording now so (laughs) we can just gossip and drink a little. Okay? Okay. I thought that's what you were doing the whole time. Yeah. Now we're going off camera. (laughs) Peace.